Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Joey Sosh. And I'm Megan Sosh. We're a Christian couple that's been together for 30 years. <laughs> Way too long. Really been together for going on 17. Uh, hope y'all enjoy this. We've felt led by God to start doing this. We're going to follow his direction right now. We're, we're going to wing it. No outline, no nothing. Uh, kind of want to title today's podcast, I guess you could say, is, is it really worth it? Uh, we're going to look into, you know, is it really worth the fight? There's days that I want to throw in a towel. What about you? Yes, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit different. I think I do a lot, but I get told I don't do a lot. I'm not doing as much as I should, I don't guess. But, you know, we, we as men and women of God anyways, or just in a marriage in general, we always say it's a 50-50. When you only get 50% and the other only gets 50%, you're still left with half of you, half of yourself empty. you got to give 100% and 100%. And also you got to be able to help pick up the other one's slack whenever they're not at 100%. That's what I was going to say. I think there's days that, yeah, it's 50-50, but there's days that, I may need to give 80 because you can only give 20. And there may be days that you have to give 80 because I can only give 20. Um, and you were talking about helping around the house and different things like that. It's not so much as you don't do enough. It's the fact that we as humans, um, I think we get so caught up in everyday lifestyles that some tasks just seem overwhelming. And we may need more help with a certain thing around the house one day versus the other or just in everyday uh, chores that we do, and that goes for you too. And I think sometimes we forget to realize that we all are human, and things are overwhelming, and some days are busier than others. Now, now that we're to this point in the conversation, where we're saying it's a hundred percent on both parts, but we got to be able to pick up the other other person's eighty or twenty percent at times. Now, now it comes to the question I said in the beginning of the, of the podcast: Is it really worth it? And where that comes, where that stems from, is when you're a stay-at-home dad, or you're a stay-at-home mom, or your dad put putting in sixty, seventy hours a week away from home. I'm not counting just your forty hours. Everybody wants to focus just on the forty that you work, but that time you're away from the house when you're on the road headed to your job site. Uh, I'm a blue-collar worker. I work construction for a living. And there's there's times that I have half as much time on the road during the day as I am at my job. So I'm away from the house sometimes 12, 12 to 16 hours a day. And you don't get to focus on your wife. And we're, we're caught up in this whole microwave environment where we've got to have everything right here, right now. And with cell phone technology, we don't focus on each other's day experience when we get home. I mean, am I saying it right? Yeah. So when you get into this situation where you've got a mindset of, I've done all this day, I've done everything, it starts to create tension. When the tension becomes unbearable, that's when you start asking, is it really worth it? 
So, my question is to you, Megan, is our marriage really worth the fight? I mean, seriously, at this point. We're, we've gone through financial, we've th- gone through spiritual, and we've gone through some emotional struggles in our marriage that we've seen friends and family members just walk away from. What's your focus point on, is it really worth it, and how is it worth it? And if it is worth it, that's awesome, but if it isn't, do I need to find a divorce lawyer? <laughs> no, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, you know, when God puts something together, the Bible tells us that no man can separate it. And the thing about that is, the enemy is going to try so hard to tear apart the thing that matters the most to you. You know, God is first and foremost in our life, and then it's supposed to be in the biblical order. It's God, your spouse, and then your children. And that's another topic we can get on one day, but... Yeah, it's absolutely worth it in the end. The problem is, is you got to make it worth it. You've got you to gotta strive for that fight. I mean, you just got to fight for it because, men, I'm talking directly to you right now. And women, please, please do not put me on blast right now to where you're showing your guy, hey, listen to what he's saying because my wife's going to put me on blast with this and say, practice what you're preaching here. You may have to have this one on repeat a lot at home. Listen, guys. And I'm talking to you Christian men, the ones that's trying to follow Christ right now, and the ones that just come across this podcast, even if you don't know, know God yet. Listen. Biblical order, you always hear, women, submit to your husbands. That's all you hear. You forget about the part where Christ says... Love your wife as I love the church. What that means is he sacrificed everything for the church. He sacrificed everything for his people. If you're not putting together a sacrificial living tradition for your spouse to work, their needs is provided for, their heart is is provided for, and every desire in her heart is provided for, and I mean that. If you're if you're holding things over their head and saying, hey, you didn't get this done in the house, or you didn't get this done, so we're not doing this. If you keep holding things over their head, they're not your child. That's why you have to give your 100% at the house. They need your, they need your help. And if you're not producing the help, and I'm, I'm not talking about just physical help, there's times that they need spiritual help. They need spiritual leadership. They need to be guided. Women, there's times your husband need, needs spiritual guidance from you. You need to help him through a situation that otherwise he's ready to end it all. He's ready to walk away from it. I mean, I've met guys that, that's just been so broken that they're not just ready for divorce, they're ready just to end it, if you know what I'm saying. So, with that being said, if you're not putting forth the effort to make it work, you're just as guilty as the other party for adding more labor. That doesn't have to be added. But if you're seeing, all you're seeing is extra extra labor on your part because you worked 10 hours that day and drove, drove two hours home, and you've been eating a sack lunch because you can't get something decent, and you're struggling because bills bills are piling up, and you don't know how it's going to get paid, and you don't know what's going 
going to happen if you're allowing all that to come between you Ross marriage you need to take a step back and reevaluate it because what you think you're what you think is not worth it is all the tension everything in, in there and when you start looking at just the ten, uh, the tension the the bad things the stuff that struggles if you're looking at the struggles Nobody's going to say the struggles are worth it. you got to look at the happiness. As my father-in-law says, the honeymooning faces. We all know what that is. And start dating your wife again. All of us go through a situation where we're trying to impress one another and all that in the early stages. When do we, why do we stop? Because we think it's not worth it. Because we've always already got what we come after. You get content. You get in this point of contentment and you get comfortable. Comfort brings contentment. I'm not saying don't be comfortable in your relationship or you're scared to walk, walk in front of your wife naked or wives leaving the bathroom door for us guys to wonder what's happening in there until we smell. But get comfortable in your marriage. But do not get content, because contentment breaks things up. Not to a point where it's unfixable, but you can get to a point where you cannot do this alone. And guess what? We can't do this alone. I've not met one marriage that, that's worked because one person gave everything and the other person sat, sat back and just watched it happen. You both have to want it. Guys, it's not up to your wife to do everything that you're not doing. Because you don't want to do it. You're too lazy to do it. I like going back to my mom and dad's relationship with a lot of things. And it's caused some issues between me and my wife over it. Well, my mom did it this way. My mom did it this way. My, my mom and dad had probably, to me, the picture-perfect marriage. I never saw true arguments. I saw them, I saw them fuss and bicker. I've seen them yell each other a few times. But when I say scriptural marriage, scriptural marriage, that was what it was. But Dad cooked as well as my mom. Dad cleaned house as well as my mom. My, my mom didn't didn't have to want for anything. Men were the providers. I saw a secular message on TikTok the other day of a guy saying, my wife don't have an allowance. If she wants it, she can have it. I'm not saying we're all financially stable enough to allow our wives to go out and just take a car and rack it up for all of her wants and need wants. But our wives should not need. I mean that on all fronts. Spiritual and physical and financial. Did you hear me, guys? Physical. They have needs, too. Not just whenever you want it. Guess what? They'll want it, too. Megan, you got any more comments? I mean, I, I just feel like at this point, yes, the fight's worth it. But you need to ask yourself. 
as we have. Is it worth the fight? Because you can put on a fake front or, or be your real self. I mean, you don't have to do you don't you don't have to do just normal you. You do above and beyond. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. And so, as we start to progress our relationship, we start to kind of learn the person, and it doesn't come as easy. I'm gonna say. Marriage is something that you have to work towards. Every day when you get up, you have to work towards it. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, the love's not there and that kind of thing, because it is. But when you start adding kids into it and you start adding school routines and you've got all these things going on, and especially as a stay-at-home mom, I will say that's, that's hard. So, you know, you get your kids to school, you've got the ones that are still home, and you are doing this and you're doing that and you're overwhelmed, and by the time it comes to bedtime, when it's time for you and your husband to be able to talk or whatever, you're either touched out or you are mentally exhausted, and the last thing that you want to do is talk, but you need those moments. Uh, And I think that's where, is it really worth it? When we get content in our marriage, that's when we start to allow these things of the tension to come into our marriage, I think. So, as a stay-at-home mom, even though you're getting up and you're going to work every day, it's kind of like, okay, well, he's getting the social interaction, or he's getting the break for us again. We start to build these things up in our mind, instead of saying, hey, I need 10 minutes by myself to recuperate, or I need, really, really need your help doing this, we just get aggravated. I know I'm guilty of doing that, and so that creates tension between me and you, and then what should be something we can sit down and talk about at nighttime it, it doesn't happen that way. I mean, the Bible says, be, an- be angry and sin not. I mean, or we allow the anger to build up and have that outburst. From... I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm allowed, I bring, I brought work home with me, especially because of where I work at, and took it out on, on the whole house of Yeah. And, that's part of my contentment. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm content here. You know, whatever happens, happens. Instead of, I don't think about the effects on you or even the kids. But that's the thing, too, though. As a spouse, we should be able to come home and talk about our day, even if we are angry, and be understanding of one another. So what might make you upset might seem small in my eyes, but to you, it was a huge thing, and then it mattered to you. And I need to say, okay... This is a big deal for him. You know, let me listen and let me talk to him and make him see that it's really not that big of a deal. And same for me. You know, I may come home one day and something may have really just hurt my feelings or something may have really upset me. But to you, you think, what is nothing? Why are you overreacting? Yeah, guys, listen to this. What she just said here is so true because you're going to hurt your wife's feelings with something that doesn't seem big to you. And... I know this is a side note, and this goes on to is it really worth it, but this is something that you've got to understand. What didn't seem like as a pun or a knock at their weight or a knock at the way they're dressed or even how they look at that moment 
how they said something that wouldn't normally embarrass her, but the comments you made embarrasses her don't want to put their foot, face in front of somebody again. Don't make, don't add to the problem by, well, it wasn't that big a deal. Listen and understand how big a deal it was. And to go on to say love, you, you said just a little bit ago, right, you got to keep working on it, right? Right. We need to quit thinking of love as an emotion. It's it's not an emotion, it's an action. Love is something you do, not something that, that just is. We all grew up hearing about, you know, saying love at first sight. I, I swear I fell in love with you that day. I saw you, we skipped rocks that pond, but... The thing about it is, it's an action. It's something you got to keep doing. You don't fall out of love with somebody. You work towards not loving somebody. Yeah, I would agree with that. You build all of those thoughts up in your head. And pretty soon, instead of, in the beginning, we see all the good side, all the good things of the spouse, of our boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be. We see all the positive things. Okay. We're gonna try. We're trying this thing unedited, unscripted. I mean, this is this is just we're allowing God to move through us through this situation. Maybe one of these. I guess. I guess we've already got the name of our podcast. <laughs> is it really worth it? We're gonna focus on the high and low parts of marriage. Hopefully, get some more people in here to interview. You agree, like some couples, master couples, and stuff like that. Just ask them how they made it through. We'll focus on the financial side of things. I was saying a while ago, and I kind of lost my train of thought, but in the beginning, we see all the positive things. We don't focus on those negative things in those situations. And so as we go on, and you said about it, since we have to work towards we start building this resentment up in our head when we start focusing on so much on, well, he didn't do this or he didn't do that or why in the world did he leave that land here instead of seeing all the positive things. Everybody's going to mess up. Everybody makes mistakes. And there are going to be things that when you get married or when you get put in a relationship that he does that just drives you absolutely insane. For instance, there's a clothes basket and his clothes are right out of it. But you know what? Just pick it up and go on because it's really not worth that little argument. And I have told several people that without God in our marriage, our marriage doesn't work. And would you agree? Oh, 110%. I mean, it works. We, we've been, our no. marriage has been in situations where we've had God in the front of it, I will say. And we've also been in a situation with our marriage where we've had God in the back of it. And when we put him behind us, even though, okay, God, we know you're there, but we go on living and trying to do things our way and it just doesn't work. Well, it's just like the uh, hunter sheep that walked away. You know, knew the shepherd was there, but saw something else they wanted. And when you get in your marriage and you see something more desirable than church, I mean, we thought we, this this little thing isn't really worth it comes into play to a lot of things in our life because... We often look, me and her have looked and go, it's not really worth the fight. We've said that on a lot of fronts. This is one of them, this is where, is it really worth it, place and effect. Would you say? 
Yeah, well, it's something else, too. You know, we're talking about how God, God's going to be there. He, but he's not going to be the one that holds our marriage together for us. Is he going to be there and when we need him? Absolutely. But it's going to take both of us to work towards that. And it's kind of like a relationship with God. We know God's there. And we can either walk away from that or we can work harder towards that relationship with him. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So the harder we work towards something, the easier it becomes in that situation. The, the more effort we put into building a relationship with Jesus, the easier it's going to become. It's going to become a want to. It's going to become a desire. Same way in our marriage. The more that we focus on the positive things that of our spouse, excuse me, the more we focus on those positive things, the easier it's going to become to see those in everyday life. And we're not going to be building that tension in those arguments up in our head before they ever even happen. So it's honestly, at the end of the day, it's up to us to decide how bad we want this to work or, you know, how close we want to be with God. That's up to us in the long run. Exactly. If the, the way your relationship works isn't dictated by everybody else around, dictated by the two that's focused on our relationship. Now, let me interrupt for a second and say, yes, it can be. Who you're around, I believe, has a huge impact on your marriage. If you're around people that are constantly negative and they're, they point out the negative aspects of people, that's also going to be in your mind. But even, I'm not saying just do away with those people if they aren't, because some people just are negative people. And some people are, you know, they just see the, the faults in everybody. But even if you are around those people, just say, hey, God, I need you to intervene with me today. Help me not to focus on that. Help me to bring the positive things to them. Because maybe they don't have that mindset. You know, this is off topic, but maybe maybe that that's all that they've known is what the fault. So if we can bring that light to them, that's also not going to help others. But it's going to help ourselves constantly be reminded of those things, too. And... Something you gotta you gotta focus on too is don't worry about not showing what happens, what's wrong in your, your marriage. Don't be so scared to keep everything behind closed doors because, believe it or not, there's people out there looking at your marriage and it's perfect, and they're comparing theirs and, and there's comparison and everything that's going on in your life and your marriage right now looks perfect in other people's eyes. Yes, I grew up General Baptist. So, actually, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. When I grew up, there were several married couples in our church. And as a child looking up to them, I saw my parents have a marriage, and I was blessed, too, not to see a terrible marriage. Um, I was able to see what it was supposed to be, and I'm thankful for that. But there are some people that don't grow up in that. So when you're sitting there in the church, and you've got all these married couples, you think, that they had this perfect relationship and they never had arguments and they never had disagreements because they don't show those things because the church doesn't, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, accept those. Um, that's false because I, I want people to realize that. Do we have disagreements? Absolutely. Do we have times when money is tight and we are trying to figure it out and we're stressed and we argue about things? Absolutely. And I'm not afraid to say, okay, this is what's happening. We don't have this perfect marriage. We do. But what the world puts on a perfect marriage, they, that label, you know, I'm not afraid to say, hey, this is real. This is real life. He 
even as a Christian couple, we still, you know, have disagreements. I agree. We won't talk about it on the next episode, because is it really worth it? Of course it is, but we probably need to go a little bit more in depth on a certain subject of marriage, say. I mean, you got people that that has had issues with with drug addictions, alcoholism, and even we fall through porn addiction. So, I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, is the fight worth it financial? This is all stuff that's going to come up sooner or later in this podcast, but... I think something that we need to go more in depth is, is the biblical order of our household. I think that's a huge key to is it really worth it, putting God, our spouse, and our kids. And we have three children that are six, four, and a seven-week-old. And it's really hard, especially as a mama, to have the mindset that my husband comes first. But, now that's not saying that like, our children needs, but I really think that's something that we need to focus on because there's a lot of people that don't know that biblical order or have a hard time with that, like myself. All right. You heard it here first. You want to join us next time with our next episode of Is God Just Named This? Is it really worth it? This is a reflection on, on marriage. And is it really worth the fight? We're going to close you out in a prayer. Uh, I thank each and every one of y'all for listening. If y'all, y'all subscribed already, awesome. If uh, y'all watching this, friends and family on Facebook, whoever, Share it. Share with people that that needs to hear that it is really worth it. Oh, grace, heavy Father, Lord, I thank you for everyone here. I thank you for my wife. I thank you for the struggles that we've been through. Because without these struggles, we wouldn't have the knowledge of how to produce this. That is it really worth it. Thank you for showing us that it is worth the fight. That it is worth getting through and just allowing you to guide us through these these struggles, Lord. There's somebody on this other side that's going to hear this. I know that is going through some very tough times in their marriage, or maybe they just just don't understand how to make things happen the way they should happen biblically, Lord. I thank you for those people, Lord, but Lord, I pray for them. I pray that for guidance for them, God. And Lord, I pray that you blossom this that you're producing here because God with you it is worth it because we're going to get into the relationship with you and how the, how it is worth the fight God I thank you for everything you're doing Lord and I pray for this next episode that's coming God in your holy name